church tonight. Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're glad to see everyone else. Let's pray for Brother Richard Quillen's family. Ask God to help them. Keep praying for Sister McKinley. They 
And ask God that He's still a miracle-working God. Hallelujah. 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 And I know He's able. So tonight as we pray, we'll remember Melinda Coleman. Remember all that are sick. Let's ask God to keep His hand protection upon the church family. Send a revival. Bless the preacher. Hallelujah. And God is good, church. Hallelujah. We praise Him. We love Him. So let's touch God tonight in this service. God, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you. God, you see every petition, every need, and every word. You are the healer. Lord, you are a miracle. Our faith, our confidence, our trust, our hope is in you, God. I pray, Lord, that you would heal those who are sick, deliver those who are bound, set free the captives today, God. Thank you for the service tonight. Let the glory of heaven be on you. Thank you, Lord. Loving you, God. Praise you, be seated if you like. The brothers would put the offering pans out. And uh, let me say this. We went back to the doctor yesterday and he checked Pat, said everything looked good and was good and she could start putting weight on her both feet. And so she's getting along good. So I just want to thank God for the prayers of the church. Hallelujah. Stand, Brother Luper's going to come at this time. Brother Luper, bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on now, with that hand clap of praise, let's lift our voice and glorify and magnify our great God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I love you. I love you. I love you. I worship you today. Praise your mighty name today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I'm glad I'm in church today. Amen. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I've been blood-bought and blood-washed. Amen. I've already been to the water and I've already been baptized. 
Amen. Amen. I'm on my way to heaven. And the journey gets sweeter and sweeter every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, the devil's a liar. Amen. 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 I'm so thankful that I know who Jesus is. Praise God. God's been good to me. Somebody that the Lord's been good to, why don't you just lift your hands and lift your voice and give Him praise right now. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Holy Ghost. I lift you up. I lift you up today. I lift you up today. I lift you up today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. It's good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord tonight. And uh, so thankful that I'm able to be in church. And it's good to see some new faces here that hasn't been here. I know some of you were here Sunday. And uh, I'm glad that, that things are, I know things are not, Normal. I don't know uh, what we call normal, what will ever be normal again, but, but I'm thankful that uh, we are able to get out a little bit more. I'm not sure what's going on in this section right back here, but if you want to social distance, that's the place to be, right back there. And uh, I don't know if those benches are quarantined or, or what the deal. Who sat there Sunday? <laughs> but uh, anyway, everybody just, I, I tell you what, I just give up. Y'all just do whatever you want to, I guess. If you want to move back to your regular seats, do that. If no one gets sick after Sunday night, there is no possible way that we're going to get sick. And uh, so I, I was out a little bit early, so I was watching what y'all were doing. And uh, it looked like you were having fun, but you was disobeying orders. And I think Brother Duplessis kind of agged y'all on to disobey orders from what I hear. And uh, But I, I think it is, it is necessary to be cautious. And uh, because I promise you, the virus has not gone away. It's still here. And uh, it don't go away by them opening up to 50%, but it's still here. But I'm thankful. I am so thankful uh, that that the governor and our leaders have opened up things more. And uh, I tell you what, I would, I would, I would, if I had to take my choices, I would prefer to die of a virus than starvation. And uh, so. We are thankful for that, and I just pray, I just pray, and I am praying, and I have been praying that God would help this thing to get under control, and and uh, they don't come shut us all down again. And uh, Lord, I don't want, I don't want to ever go through that again. But I tell you what, it's helped me to realize how important the church is, and how much I need God more and more and more and more. I don't know. I don't know what people do without God, and I certainly don't want to ever have to find out what people do without God. And uh, I don't know how things get so confused, uh, but I do want to uh, 
try my best. The more I try to clear up confusion, the more confused people get sometimes. And uh, it has been said that I told people not to come. And uh, I've even been told that by people that said I told them not to come. And I'm trying to scratch my head and realize what what I did and what I said. The only person to my knowledge that I have told not to come is Sister Gala. And she's one that desperately wants to be here. And I just did not feel comfortable with that at this time. And uh, they have called and asked, but I told everyone, now let me try to be very clear, uh, there is no condemnation from me if you choose to stay home and uh, not come to church, but I do feel very strongly that church is as safe as any other place around. And uh, you don't have to clap for that, don't clap for that, but... Uh, all of us that are here, we clap for that tonight, but but I do believe that it's as safe as any other place, and uh, if you're going to go to any place, we are to go to the house of God. But if you're truly fearful, um, you know, don't come, because I promise you I've tried to social distance people, and they are not. And those who have called me, I've told them personally the very same thing. And uh, I want you to come when you feel comfortable with coming. You're not going to, I'm not going to call you and tell you you need to be in church because if you come and you catch something, you're going to blame me. And uh, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to tell you to talk to your God. And uh, you do, you do what you feel like you need to do. But I do feel like church is the utmost importance in our life. And I don't think you could you can be saved without the church. Amen. Amen. I believe the church is of a necessity. And uh, God has called us and God has given us this great thing. And we ought to use it and uh, preserve it and love it. Love it with all of our hearts. And um, don't criticize it. Don't talk about it. Because this is what's going to get us out of here. Amen. Don't 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 blast the motor that's going to get you to heaven. And uh, so uh, I want to encourage you all that are listening to me tonight. I welcome you. Uh, want you to join in and have church along with us. And uh, whenever you feel comfortable, come on back. We'll be glad to have you. And it's good. It'll be good when all of us can worship together and uh, have a good Holy Ghost time. And uh, it is good. I don't know if Sister Hicks was here Sunday or not, but it's good to see you. And uh, glad that you're able in the, to be in the house of God. Now, now these things do make me a little nervous, but I am glad you're here, Sister Hicks. And uh, so I, I um, want to uh, want to uh, go to the Word of the Lord tonight. I've I thought all week that I had... What I what I needed to talk about tonight, and and actually for um, even in the last week, my mind was going over some things. But here today, I just felt like doing something a little bit different and uh, trying to bring to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart in prayer today. I just kind of went to this and with the things that were going on today, I felt this very necessary. But I want to look at Isaiah chapter number 4. 
Isaiah chapter number 4, and we'll be reading verse number 6. Isaiah chapter number 4 and verse number 6. And I'm going to take a few moments tonight. That's the famous last words of a long sermon. Just a few moments tonight to give to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart. And at the conclusion of what I've got to say, I want to pray for some families here tonight. And uh, chapter 4 of the book of Isaiah, uh, verse number 6, the Bible says, And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat. And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat. And for a place of refuge. And for a covert from the storm and from rain. That there shall be a tabernacle. Everybody say tabernacle. Everybody heard of the tabernacle? The tabernacle in the wilderness? And for it is a shadow in the daytime from the heat. And for a place of refuge, everybody say refuge, and a covert, which simply means refuge, from storm and from rain. Lord bless you. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. There are definitely, without a doubt, storms that we as individuals go through. And lots of times we pray that God will calm the storm, but God doesn't always speak peace in the middle of the storm. How many has ever been in a storm that you started in the storm and you walked all the way through the storm? Anybody ever did that? I've been in some storms that God spoke peace in the middle of, and uh, it just calmed down, and the winds and the waves ceased. I'm talking about spiritually today. And uh, I have I have been in some storms to where I prayed, and God didn't necessarily calm the waves, and He didn't He didn't stop the wind from blowing. I was reading today in the book of Job. And, uh, we, we list, we, we are all so, so excited about Job and his love for God and his dedication to God and his perseverance in serving God. And, uh, Job held his integrity before God. When he was criticized by his friends, I was, I was reading some today of what Job's friends was telling him, with friends like that, you don't need too many enemies in life. And they were trying to tell him that it was his fault. And uh, he was a sinful man, and he was the one to blame. But you know, the Bible tells us that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. So that lets me know that When we're in a drought, 
we're going to get rain sooner or later. But it also lets me know that when the sun is shining and everything is going well in our life, the righteous and the unrighteous is going to have rainy days. People seem to think that serving God, some people think that serving God just calms all of the troubled waters of life. That you should never have a ripple on the water. That there should never be a bad day. That there should never be a sad day. That there should never be a difficult time in life. That the money should always be well. And uh, hell should always be there. And and uh, you shall never grow old. But I hate to disappoint you, but serving God does not promise us those things. It never has from the very beginning of the Word of God to the very ending of the Word of God. But what the Word of God does tell us and what God's Word has promised to us today is that He would go with us and never leave us and never forsake us. But He would go with us even unto the end of the world. That when you are living for God, you have something that is sure. I preach this back when we were first going into this, about an anchor. And we all need something that we can hold on to in the troubled situations that life brings upon us. But this is what, this is what the Bible says here. That it says, And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime, from the heat. What is it? It is a type of protection in the time of heartache, in the time of distress. And that same tabernacle is a place of refuge. Now, when, when the Lord gave Joshua the commandments and Moses the commandments and then fulfilled the commandments through the work of Joshua, that he told them about setting up cities of refuge to where when someone that was fleeing for their life, they could not just because back then it was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. If somebody killed somebody in your family, if they got drunk while they were driving their their horse and run over somebody and kill them in a terrible accident, then you just get your buddies together and y'all go chase them down and kill them. It was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But God provided a place of refuge and there were cities of refuge. This is why we read about that Abner died as a fool died. Because he had made it to the city of refuge. He has, he was in the city of Hebron and, and, uh, Joab talked him into coming outside the gate of the city because as long as he was in the city, he had a refuge, a protection. There was nothing that could be done to him as long as he was in the city of refuge. But when he went out, this is the reason why I find it very, very disturbing when people are in the midst of a trial 
or tribulation, why then would they leave the church? Why then would they walk away from God? Why then would they turn their back on the city of refuge, the place of a shadow in the time of, of the sun beating down on them? Why would they walk away from what God had prepared for them and what God had given them in the time of the heat of life and the storms of life that comes by? And for a refuge and for a covert from the storm, when it is raining, there is a place of help. Now, Today, there's families in here today that are hurting due to the loss of Sister Alice today. And I know that I see Brother Richard here tonight, her husband. And I was talking to him in the office and we were praying together. And I said, well, I'll I'll see you tomorrow. He said, well, I guess I'll see you tonight. I said, well, that's good. He said, I really don't have any other place to go. And I'm telling you, when we don't have any other place to go, we still have the place to go. Amen. That in the time of our struggle and in the time of our tribulation, that there is still a place of safety in the time of the storm. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 57 and verse number 1, it says in the time, or speaking of the time of trouble, He said, Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in Thee. Yea, the shadow of Thy wings will I make my refuge until the calamities be overpassed. The shadow of the wings, one place in the Word of God said that He would shadow us. One place when He was coming into Jerusalem, He said, How oft would I gather you under my wings as a hen would gather her chicks? But you would not. I encourage you today that... In the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the devastating things of life, don't walk away from God, but allow Him to overshadow you. Allow Him to protect you. Allow Him to hold you. Allow Him to comfort you. And allow Him to be your God, your Savior, your peace, your hope, your strength. In the time of storm. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 25 and verse number 4 says, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distresses, a refuge from the storm, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat. When it, the blast of the terrible ones, 
is as a storm against the wall. This is what my God has been. He has been a comfort to those who have no comfort. He has been a father to the fatherless. Amen. He has been that shelter in the time of storm. He has been strength to the weak and to the poor and to the needy and to those who are in distress. He is still my refuge in the time of storm. He is still my shadow and my covering when the sun of life is beating down on me. Amen. Amen. Don't you ever feel forsaken. Don't you ever feel forgotten. Don't you ever feel rejected when you have God on your side and when you are living for God. The devil's a liar. The devil tries to deceive and destroy and ruin and wreck your life. Amen. Because you're in a storm today doesn't mean that God don't know where you're at and God's not there to help you and God's not there to shadow you. And God's not there to be a refuge. I come to tell somebody tonight that we have a refuge that is strong, that is powerful, that is mighty, and His shadow covers us in the time of tribulation. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 51 and verse number 16. You are in a shadow of His hand. God has mighty, 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 mighty big hands. And we are in the shadow of His hand. The Bible says in 51 and 16, And I have put My words in Thy mouth, and I have covered Thee. Amen. I have covered Thee in the shadow of my hand. I have put my words in thy mouth and I have covered thee in the shadow of my hand. I come to tell somebody today that your problem, God's got it in the palm of His hand. Amen. Your hurt, your distress, your anguish, your turmoil that you are facing, God has it all right here in the palm of his hand. He did not bring you this far to leave you. He did not bring you this point in life to forsake you. But He is our help and our refuge. We have a place to go to. It's the tabernacle of God. Amen. It's the tabernacle. It's the tabernacle of God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I know this has been a very stressful time. I know this has been a very disturbing time. Not only the virus, but finances. Not only finances, but the thing that brings those finances up to par, and that is jobs. Worried about what's going to happen tomorrow and what's going to take place next week and if the the economy is going to recover and what's going to happen in the future and what's going to happen next year 
here and if life will ever be the same again. It's a stressful time, but I want to tell you, the only real peace that I have is in Him. There is something special about coming into the tabernacle that has been dedicated to the worship and the praise of God that I just feel better when I'm at church. I feel better when I stop by through the day and I pray. There's something about being in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My heart hurts tonight for the sadness of Brother Richard and his family of what they are going through at this present time. This is not what we wanted. It's not what we expected. Amen. But God's still God. My heart hurts tonight for what Brother McKinley and his family is going through at this present time. This always reminds us that there is a real situation that we are dealing with. My heart hurts for them. But I come to tell you tonight that even though Even though, Brother Richard, you didn't get the answer that you wanted and what we were praying for. Even though you're walking through this troubled time and the sun or the rain is beating down on you. That there is a God that's got a great big hand that you can get right in the middle of the palm of His hand. And His hand will overshadow you from the anguish and from the grief and from the heartache and from the toil that you are going through right now. Amen. That this hand of God does not just say, okay, since you've got a problem, I'm going to back away. Oh, no, no, no. That's not the kind of friend and Savior we have in Jesus Christ. Amen. The friend that we have in Jesus is, no matter how how bad the storm is, he can still walk on the waves. The storm, the wind, amen, has never scared Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what the church is for. Amen. I don't know what people do without the church. I know what some people do. They call a church. Amen. I don't know what people do without a church. But this is what the church is for. Brother Brother Richard, I want you to come up here right now and just stand right here in the front. Brother McKinley, if you and your family would come up here, all the family, all the members that's connected with this, this family, I wish you'd come up here right now. Just gather around this front, whatever you feel comfortable with, just stretch out across here, whatever you want to do. And in prayer today, this is what I felt like we needed to do tonight. Brother McKinley and his family is making another critical decision tomorrow. And ultimately, everything is in the hand of God. And God is here to help. And God is here to strengthen. God is here to uplift and God is here to protect. And God is here to bring you through the storms of life that you're facing right now. And I want us as a church, as we all stand tonight, I want us as a church, gather around. You don't have to put your hands on them. Of course, I think you did all Sunday night. 
But just let's just gather around this family right now. I want I want everybody to just kind of make a make a line all around, starting right here. Just go all the way around them. Just go all the way around them right here. Amen. Look at this tonight. This is what God does in the time of storms. He just builds a wall around you of protection. A wall of prayer. A wall of hope. A wall of strength that is around you. We're going to pray for this family today. That God would work, that God would help, that God would strengthen in this time of need. I know that God is able to raise Sister McKinley up. There's no doubt in my mind. It's not our choice or our decision. But I know no matter what happens that God is still God. And God is still here and God does not bring us to any valley that we are not able to walk through with the presence and the glory and the power of God. Let's pray together right now, church. I want you to pray like it was one of your family members, not one of the church members, but one of your family members right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe You, Holy Ghost. My faith is in You, Holy Ghost. My trust is in You, Holy Ghost. My confidence is in You, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God, I believe You. I believe You right now. You're our help. You're our hope. You're our strength, God. Do a work. Do a work. Do a work right now. Do a work right now. Do a work right now, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come on, church. Reach out to the Lord right now. Reach out to the Lord right now. Reach out to the Lord right now. You're our help. You're our hope, God. In Jesus' name. 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 Work right now. Work right now. Work right now. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Work today, God. You're our help. You're our help. You're our help, God. You're our hope, God. You're our hope, God. You're our help right now, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Your 
peace in the midst of the storm, God. Your help in the midst of the storm, God. Your comfort in the midst of the storm, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, mighty God. Oh, mighty God. Oh, mighty God, work right now, work right now. Work right now, work right now, God. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. Our faith is in you, Lord. You're our healer. You're our provider. You're our mender. You're our protector, God. Oh, Jesus, hide us in the tabernacle, God. Hide us in the palm of your hand, God. Oh, Jesus. I believe you, Holy Ghost. 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 In Jesus' name. 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 I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you, God. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Your touch, your help, God. Your peace, your comfort today. In the name of Jesus. 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 Oh God. Oh God, work right now. Work right now. Work right now. Work right now, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe you. Strengthen my brothers today, God. Give them strength from heaven right now, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe you, I believe you, I believe you, I believe you. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name, I believe you. Let's give God praise and glory right now. I worship you today. I worship you today. I worship you today. I worship you today, God. You are great. You are mighty. You are powerful. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank You for Your help, God. Thank You for Your help, God. Thank You for Your strength, God. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful that we have the Lord that we can depend on today. That we have God that will bring peace. God that will bring strength. I want these families to know that we as a church are praying for them. We have been praying. And we will continue to pray. For the days ahead, we will continue to pray and believe God for His strength, for His help. Lord, bless you. Amen. Bless you for being in the house of the Lord tonight. Remember church Sunday. I know that this is a holiday weekend. And uh, I don't know where everybody will go, but I'm sure people will find places to go. But be very careful because... People are coming out, and uh, people will be celebrating in a very foolish way. And so be very careful, and uh, let's remember, let's remember, you know, we got so many holidays, and sometimes we remember, we, we forget, we forget what the holiday is about. And uh, let's remember what this holiday is about today. Amen. It's about people that served and people that gave and gave all. And let's pray and uh, let's thank God that we do live in America. Even with this, it's good to be in America today. Amen. And I'm thankful. Amen. Lord bless you. Uh, I know some of you is going to do it anyway, but try.